Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! <laughs> Thank you for joining us here on on uh, the Sexy Little Podcast Network and MSW Media. Woo-hoo. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for to all of you who are Patreon members and supporters of this podcast. We love you. We thank you, and you get three micro idiots a week. Let me tell you something. That's some of the best self care you can get. That's our way of saying thank you to you for being Patreon subscribers. In case you don't know what a Patreon subscriber is, what they are, they are heroes. They are heroes. Um, they are, it's basically like Jesus, um, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King, and then Patreon supporters of Frangela. That's kind right. of how right. it works. Yeah, it's the patriarchy. And, uh, and, and this is the thing hierarchy. that is really, that's how it works in, in, yeah. in heaven, and so it shall be told yeah, on yeah. here, yeah. Um, in this earthly realm. So <laughs> those people are people we can't, we you know, and if you're not in a position, because we clearly aren't, if you're not in a position <laughs> to donate money uh, and, and support in that way, there's so many other ways you can support. Number one, getting other people to listen to this podcast, promoting it on social media, um, go going to we believe it's called pick cherries and making an audio <laughs> clip and that you can then it, t- it shows you how to do it easily put up on social media to yeah. get other people to subscribe to this podcast making sure that you are in fact subscribed directly to this podcast mm-hmm. all of that is is supporting us and we thank you for it right 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 i mean that's just you know just gold 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 and 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 thank you to all who have uh reached out and gotten a, a, a cameo recently and if you are looking to celebrate a birthday, an anniversary, or just need a pick-me-up. Child, go to cameo.com. Get you a Frangela video and live your life. Live your best life. I'm saying it's healing. It's Uh, Also, we got shows coming up. We're going to be Uh, at the Ledge Theater in August. August 12th. It's a Friday. That's here in Los Angeles. Yes, Hollywood. Go to ledgetheater.com. We're also excited to be doing a fundraiser with MSW Media at Largo. Right? That's how we win, people, right? Yes. At Largo on August 22nd. 
Wonderful. Go. I'm we're not quite sure where to go. Maybe you even go. Probably even go to Largo. W Media too. Like check yeah. them out. I think that, I think that that's all. I'm, I'm not sure if the, the tickets are actually for sale yet, but save the date and keep checking. I think they are. If they're not now, they will be soon. And Kathy Griffin is going to be on the bill too, guys. Lots, so lots of cool people. Lots, Lots of, cool, of people. cool people. Also, we're going to be, if you happen to be on the island of Kauai, we will be there on September 10th. Thank you. That's going to be wonderful. And then the Sexy Liberal Save Democracy Tour will be in Chicago on Saturday, September 24th. Woo! And we will be blowing the roof off the house. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You're going to sew your panties on extra tight that night. All That's right? Because I'm, I'm going to try to blow them off you. You will. And it's Saturday, October 22nd, the Sexy Liberal Safe Democracy Tour will be here in Los Angeles. Yes. So please, if you haven't already gotten your tickets, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you doing? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's get to the stupid because let me tell you something, the stupid's going to get to us. That's right. Oh, won't it? Won't it? Won't let me tell it. you something. Let me tell you something. By us doing this podcast, the service of this podcast, what we do that what we're doing is creating a protectorate layer Mm -hmm. of information Mm -hmm. against ignorance. Okay. That's right. We we what although it doesn't seem to have really made a dent in the stupid, (laughs) one day it will. What is our hope? Our most fervent hope. You know what? What's going to happen? Somebody's going to unearth these tapes and realize that we were gods. Yeah, we knew. We called this before these people ran shit. That's right. First up today from the wonderful and amazing Ellen S. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Judge points gun at defense team in the courtroom. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to say it again in case you didn't hear me correctly. Judge points gun at defense team in the courtroom. According to reports, attorney Lauren Vernado wanted to bring a security team (laughs) into the courtroom after previously receiving Mm -hmm. threats, okay? That was rebuffed. That's why the judge was like, no, 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 no. You don't need to have no security detail in here. Mm -mm. All right. And according to a sworn affidavit submitted by the Judicial Investigation Commission of West Virginia, Hummel decided that the right reaction at the time when she was like, you know what, I need a security team is to pull out his own gun. That's right. Judge David Hummel Jr. (laughs) Pulled out a gun that it's been described as a Colt 45 or 1911 (laughs) model from a holster (laughs) under his robe. (laughs) Right. So let, let us do this for you. Let's do the scene. You won't be the judge. You won't be, you won't be the lady. I want to, you know what? I am rooting, tooting, Sam shooting. I want to okay. be the judge. I'll be the, your honor uh, this morning. Um, first, before we get started on today's proceedings, I'd like to make a request. I, uh, I'm attorney Lauren Vernado and I, I've been receiving some death threats and, and some threats of violence. And I'd like your permission to bring security detail in with me. Ha <laughs> ha Me and my gun security enough? Oh my bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> my guns my, are bigger than yours. <laughs> my guns are bigger than your security's guns. Bang, 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 bang. He allegedly said, "No, he didn't shoot the gun. Didn't there shoot was the no gun. bang, bang, bang." But, but, but that, I mean, but he took out his guns. Aren't you, aren't you Yosemite Sam at that point? 
auctions. Well, they waved them around in what I can only describe as a wildly dangerous way. And then said, when Bernardo told the news about the, her reaction, she said, I could not believe it was happening. I was like, this is psychotic. <laughs> she also indicated that there were, you're gonna love it. I don't know if I can say it without laughing, Hello. that there were underlying tensions between her team and the judge. <laughs> no. <laughs> between you and insanity? Do you, girl, do you no. mean to tell me? Do you mean no. to tell me in your workplace? You and Judge Homo were besties? <laughs> you know what? And what kills me, what kills me about it is this person has to go, has had to go, and every other sane, halfway sane attorney has had to go before this person and ask for clarity and judgment. Because if this person doesn't know that you shouldn't pull a gun out, during the procedure in the, the judge, court, you mean a judge? Are you talking about the judge in the court? The judge. Right. The judge don't. Why is he there? Well, this is funny. You should bring that up, Francis, because the reason that they they that the this attorney believed there were some underlying tensions was over their efforts to have him disqualified over a potential conflict of interest. So what we have, what we're learning here is this ain't the first problem we have in this court. That's courtroom. what I'm saying. This judge is what they, what they call problematic mm-hmm. from the get-go. Um, so when this first came out, this is what the judge, this is a quote from Judge Hummel. The judge said, I absolutely categorically deny I had a gun that day in the courtroom. It was just me and the attorneys. I had no reason to have a firearm that day. But um, in a second call, <laughs> <laughs> Hummel changed his story saying, oh, you know what? You know what, y'all? Right, 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 right. On that first call, that first call, that first day, I had had too much coffee. And you know what? He is you know that. what? You know what? He didn't say that. He didn't say that. You he didn't say that. that. He didn't say that. But he he did no say, he said, he did say he did have a gun on him, his coat peacemaker but not the specific model of gun Baronado described him flaunting see what had happened was he had that gun but not that gun i thought i had that gun but it wasn't that, but gun. I didn't have that gun no in fact the quote is i wore the cult peacemaker the peacemaker <laughs> never came out of the holster during that trial so now we're on okay i didn't have, i okay yeah maybe i had a gun but not that gun right. the cult peacemaker and i never took it out but in subsequent calls, we now on call so many other calls that they don't even go three, four, five. They're just going subsequent. subsequent. His story changed or morphed, which is such a kind word. Mm-hmm. Even more saying, okay, wait, I did have my 1911 gun, but it, this is a quote, it was secreted in a drawer on the bench. I'd never showed my Colt 1911 at the trial whatsoever at any point during that trial. However, <laughs> The Daily Beast reports two witnesses from the court staff confirmed Hummel drew his gun and bragged about having it in his possession. This is the judge. The judge. That cannot be said enough. We aren't even to the proceeding. No. No. We're nowhere near whatever everybody's in the room for. And that's my thing. My thing is to say, if you can't get honesty and truth out of the place, out of the person where you're going for justice, if that if that person can't be honest and truthful, you're fucked. I'm gonna tell you, 
This is the problem with letting Kellyanne Conway get away with that alternative facts bullshit. I'm telling Here you. we are again. And now with January 6th and everything else. This man, there were, you are never, it's never you and the judge alone in the courtroom. No. Other people, right? There's, there's court reporters, there's all these, has lied about what he did now a good subsequent times. Yes. Whatever the mathematical times. I'm not a mathematician. I don't know what subsequent <laughs> represents. But subsequent times, he has lied about this interaction. I want to stop everything and recognize this as the birth of a a quantity, a unit of time called subsequent times. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, I have we, to write it down. We, Let me we, get a, I'm getting a post-it. Write subsequent it down. times. Subsequent times. Subsequent times. Okay, we've got to explore what is subsequent times. That is its own unique measurement of time. <laughs> it is it is uh, it what it refers to is the gray that we all know as math yes. um you know how like when you had a math test your teacher would be like what is two plus two and then you, they would be like it's just you know what is it Wait, subsequent times it's sub- sub- that's exactly <laughs> what it is subsequent, it can't really be known it was no. subsequent times it can't be known i can't even oh. i can't next up this is from jeff y Unhappy customer gets into altercation with store manager because his furniture was not delivered. Fires warning shots into the air. Okay. 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 First of all, first of all, this man channeled the rage of most people who order something (laughs) online. And I'm just going to say that, especially furniture and things like cable. When people tell you some shit going to happen that day, they already get like a six hour fucking window. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Jump okay. on in. The okay. water's fine. <laughs> Let me tell you something. We may both have to recuse ourselves because I had an instant PTSD. Remember when I got that table from Macy's? Let me tell you, I'm looking at the desk now that I ended up getting, which isn't from Macy's because of what happened at fucking Macy's. Let me tell you this bullshit. Okay? I have to get this out. I have to get this out. I ordered online a stand, like a tall table um, from Macy's and I was very happy to find I've been looking for one for months. I ordered online. I'm sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting for it to deliver. UPS tells me they're about to deliver it. I'm downstairs and I'm talking to our regular UPS guy, right? Who yeah. um, uh, uh, was a really lovely man. And as I get a text saying, I'm not home and the table couldn't be delivered. Yeah. And I show it to him. Yeah. And he goes, oh yeah, you know what? Some drivers, when they're at the end of their shift and they don't feel like dealing, they just go back and say that you weren't home. Because I'm standing there with another UPS driver home. Yeah. Table doesn't come. Two days, and I start looking for the next day, doesn't come day after that. Then I get an email from May, from UPS saying that it was damaged in delivery and transit. So they're sending it back. <laughs> after looking for it so mind you it's never come to my house right right i go to macy's macy's is like oh uh, yeah they refund my money for the table but they keep this fee that they call the restocking fee right i call them and i say why am i getting charged 90 dollars?" and they're like well that's the restocking fee ma'am because you returned it i go no i didn't bitch never came to my house <laughs> I retell this story to everybody. Francis will tell you, I spent weeks calling every number I could find at Macy's until I lost my effing mind at these people. 
And when I, so when I read the word, what I want to first object to is the use of the word unhappy, because I can tell you, this is not unhappy. No. This is all the fuck done. The, this done. is way past crazy. This is <laughs> fuck you and your lies. And your lies. lies. You know what? You know what? I'm going to tell you something. As the child of a woman who every story ended with, and then I got my 45. Let me tell you, when people bring their gun to have a conversation with you, <laughs> that's not, that's not, you know, they may call it a peacemaker. They've never called it a conversation maker. No, they've, they've never, never called it that. They've <laughs> never called it an icebreaker. <laughs> they've no. never, uh, let's focus her. No. <laughs> but you know what? It's not but a microphone. Mother, no. But my mother used the gun like to focus people's attention. <laughs> that's what she called it right she I would invite it. she would invite people to focus their attention up <laughs> i called it the assault warning <laughs> the impending assault warning you know that what? was an you iaw an impending assault warning an <laughs> iaw you know you know i, I yes yes have they yes. started um a dental practice in your building <laughs> yes, I hear that, that that mouth vacuum <laughs> That's what that sounds like me. <laughs> and that's always when they decide to talk to you. <laughs> oh, that's better. That's better. Here we go. So, no. oh, I'm going to say, so um, the suspect claims I'm already on this person's <laughs> we side. We ain't even in the story yet. We ain't in the story and I'm on this person's side. That the manager and two of his employees started to assault him. So he pulled out his weapon and fired it off. Warning shots. Can I ask something really quickly? What exactly makes a shot a warning shot versus a shot shot? Is it just that it doesn't hit anyone? Well, a warning shot, it's a, to a couple different people. To my mother, a warning shot was below the knee. <laughs> that's not that's what i'm saying i need some clarity around what is a warning shot but some but most people would call a warning shot in the air okay okay because i just read an article about a woman who died at her own wedding because people were firing off celebratory shots into the air yeah and a bullet hit her yeah so Basically, what have happened was now. This is what's this is where you know I, why I identify this. This is at two p.m. on a Saturday. Yes, this man okay. was all the fuck done. All the, the fuck, fuck done. done. Because when you drive someplace <laughs> to complain about not getting something that delivered, yes. what yes. you've done is taken out the delivery part. Yep, yep. Which says you're all the fuck done. You, what you decide to, you didn't get your delivery, so you decided to deliver your anger in person. Exactly. Okay. The 49-year-old suspect, see, right in our age range, 49-year-old suspect went to the store because he was upset. Upset is an understatement. Yep. The first he purchased had not yet been delivered, and he then got into some kind of fight with the manager. The disagreement, I love the turn of the, this, this use of this phrase always turned physical as yeah. if it's a tornado right right you know what i'm saying we, we have this tendency in our languaging around inc incidents to be like well then it turned physical no somebody touched somebody well, yeah <laughs> okay that's what happened <laughs> okay. let me tell you something let me tell you something unhappy customer unhappy customer is the problem all right <laughs> all right this is, one your is, day, and I, I understand you took the day off, okay? The kids are in there something. screaming. You want to just sit something. down and watch TV on 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 that new mm -hmm. sofa, okay? Mm -hmm. I understand no, Francis, that. No, but Francis, can't. I can't, I can't, I cannot convict this person. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot convict this man. 
I cannot. Nobody got shot, first of all. Okay. <laughs> There's more than shots. Conversation started. Focus her. Let's focus her. Okay. Nobody gets to this. Stop. Well, that's why, why, why. Number two. <laughs> okay. B. 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 Let me tell you something about subsequent time. He had waited subsequent time for this, <laughs> he for this delivery. He, was, he I, you know what? This, this, I'm going to tell you something. This reads, all I read on this is subsequent times. Okay. <laughs> subsequent <laughs> deliber- it's delivery. It's full. It's yes. full of the subsequent times algorithms. Full of it. Full of you it. You cannot put us, you can look at, we already, we, we're talking about this all the time. We already aren't supposed to know what the supply chain is, period. No. Okay. We, we're all all dealing with you order some shit you don't know if you're getting it if it's coming if it's not my favorite is how they keep sell- selling shit that's sold out like if you yes. see it, <laughs> like like well, why like, you let me buy it why you selling why you it? let me buy it oh we don't have that we're not gonna have that for six months why the fuck are you selling it today why you ain't a concert it? you ain't the, you ain't the fucking bgs <laughs> <laughs> that's from earlier adam the point is I just have to say that I can't, I just, uh, look, I cannot, maybe I have to recuse myself because I'm not sure that this person did anything wrong. Yeah, I think you gotta, I think we gotta recuse ourselves. Here's the thing, here's the thing. You do not, we do understand. What the fuck are they drilling? Oh my God. I do not know. I do not know. I do not know, but it just started and it's really fucking stupid. Everybody's gonna have to deal with it, okay? Because yeah. we got a busy day. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, anyway. no, no, you're fine. I'm just saying, if you're listening, I don't wanna hear no complaints about it. Because <laughs> we don't have time to deal with it. Oh my god, that's where I'm at now. I am pre-warning people all over this place. I'm like, before you speak, these are the things I'm not interested in hearing. <laughs> so you can know, and we don't have a misunderstanding. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. My conversation starter. All right. I don't have. I don't have to go. All yeah. right. Let's take a break. <laughs> oh, <that's... laughs> maybe, maybe they'll stop drilling. Season two of Swing Left's How We Win is here. We have an incredible opportunity to fight for our democracy. We don't agonize, we organize. And we've got a lot of work to do. Subscribe right now on Apple and everywhere you get your pods for insight, action, and your reasons for hope. I'm Steve Pearson. And I'm Mariah Craven. And And this this is season two two of How How We We Win. The second I said, let's take a break. <laughs> it got quiet. But then, okay, now it's fucking with us. I feel like every time <laughs> you stop talking, it stops. So now it started up. See, it's awful. I don't know what they're anyway. Here we go. Next up, this is from either you either pronounce parse parsi or parkai. I'm not yeah. sure. L. Woman climbs through McDonald's drive-through <laughs> window to make her own order in viral TikTok video. Yeah, so. I, I, okay, let's start. Yeah. This woman did not successfully manage, manage her, her fast, fast food expectations. expectations. Okay, she did not. We know that from the headline. <laughs> okay. No, this but was this a is a new, this is new. This is new. This, this is, is new. new. This is new. A woman takes matters into her own hands after McDonald's employees tell her they cannot 
take her order after running out of gloves in a TikTok okay. video. Okay. So Can apparently, I, just, I do have this red out of gloves. <laughs> you know what? It's a new day. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. We have eaten everybody's. <laughs> no, they ain't wearing no hand nets, no gloves, no nothing. Okay. I think there were times when people just handed you the burger in their hands and was like, here. Here you go. Here you go. You want, you want a bag mustard? or something? You want, you want mustard on that? Let me use my fingers and get some off the side of this other burger for you. No, yeah. Because I know what happened here from the get go, but, but, but like this lady crimes. She, she said that this is a quote for, described by text in the video. Lady climbs from McDonald's window because we're not taking orders anymore because we have no gloves. So this woman in a pink dress and heels. I love this detail. Pulls herself to the drive-through window, stunning the entire staff. But by stunning, I mean who in just pure fragile fashion all just start laughing. Yeah. Because they can't believe what they're seeing. Yes, so they start taping it. <laughs> so they're, when you hear an employee go, what are you doing? <laughs> and then you hear another employee or a text says, she's not playing. She wants to make her own food. <laughs> the woman appears to be intoxicated from a late night of drinking. Now, see, this is the thing that bothers me. We should know. I, can I could have told you at the top, at the headline, what time of day this was. Right. You know, this was uh, after bar times, yeah. quite clearly. Clearly. Um, appears in time. We can drop appears. She's intoxicated. <laughs> right. <laughs> I believe we can drop appears. And so he, um, she asked somebody, she goes, the drunk lady goes, she goes, I hear the manager. And she asked, pointing to someone before proceeding to ask whether she has permission to quote unquote work with him. She <laughs> says, It's a training thing. It's my first day training, and I came inaptly dressed so you're not responsible and, and then she, she gave him a pinky a pinky swear thing <laughs> like a pinky promise like and a little eye a little wink like it's not your fault what i do on my quote trainings day training times you know what now cut to her putting her hand in the hot grease <laughs> to get and her so face out Right. right. And then and suing McDonald's. Yes. I mean, this is the thing. It's cute. This is not, not. we rarely say this. I think this is pure booze. I don't think that there's another drug in here. Because no. this this has that booze feeling to it. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, the whole we're the whole the, the idea that first of all, but I do have to say, I I was something about this made me happy because it was like, you know what? She didn't just get she didn't get mad. No. Yeah. She didn't do what I did, which is, wait a minute, how come you not having gloves means I can't order food? It didn't, you know, I need more of a connection point. Right. Show me how these two things work together. But especially if I'm drunk, then I'm going to really not understand. I'd be like, can you just throw something at me and I'll just throw some, like, we have to even talk, but what if I don't order it? You just throw shit at me and I just right. accept it. You know, but what she did was try to solve the situation. She went, okay, I see. You've got rules. Mm -hmm. You can't just hand me my food, but I could hand me my food. Right. Right. Why don't we? Why don't we problem solve? Right. Well, this is what I like, people. This is what I how I like my my people too. Full of solutions. Let don't look at that glass as half empty. Look at it as half full. And how can we fill it up? Let's ask. Do we need a glass when I can put my mouth under the faucet? Thank you. <laughs> I mean, let's get creative, people. I'm drunk and hungry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just am like, you know what?
when for somebody who was not managing her fast food expectations, I have to say there's something almost genteel about this. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. It, it has a charm to it. Next up, this is from Jeff Y and Maggie B. Texas family dines at North Carolina Waffle House, then robs it. Let me tell you something. When I saw this story, I felt like Christmas had been stolen from me. Like, <laughs> like a little bit of my, like... Did it hurt you? Yeah, my innocence and joy had been robbed. Really? Yeah, because... Why? It is the concept of, I welcome you into my restaurant. You sit down, I feed you. You know, I mm-hmm. wait on you, and then you got the nerve, you got the temerity to rob me after that. Right. After I've given you saying. service. You know, when I read it, when I saw it, I found myself identifying more with the family. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know why. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. No, nothing we say is right. <laughs> no, we're wrong as fuck. But. <laughs> I said to myself, you know what? In these times, it felt like actually like I got Christmas back for me. Really? It was like, because I was like, you know, in these times with families are being torn apart by, <laughs> by differences of opinions <laughs> and by is it 2020? Is it not 2020? You you're know, right, vaccinated, right. not vaccinated, all the tensions. This family came together. Mm-hmm. Not to only for me, but for a, crime, for a crime. For a and crime. And what better place than Waffle House? It has <laughs> food and, and the and, criminality element. Yes. Well, you know what? They did. They found the place where the Nexus does meet. That That's is important. Saying. Because I'm going to tell you something. You, and I know how much people love Waffle House, you know. Which Waho. I don't understand. I do not understand. <laughs> I, you know, but. Angela and I are Cracker House barrel bitches. And I know, <laughs> I know about them too, okay? Before All right. you just start, the Cracker Barrel is racist. Have you had the chicken fried steak? I'm <laughs> just <all> saying. asking. <laughs> and, okay, and, and, and the, the cornmeal biscuits are delicious. And the way they make their greens, Lord have mercy, makes my makes me just damn. Dude, it tastes the same in the black section as the white section, okay? <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Before you even go there. All right, a Texas family who sat down for a meal at Waffle House in North Carolina before robbing it has been arrested. The Hillsborough Police announced the arrest. Police identified the suspects as a whole bunch of related people. <laughs> a whole bunch of them. Tamiko and Tony. Mm-hmm. Diamond. <laughs> They're each charged with robbery with a dangerous weapon, conspiracy to commit armed robbery, and defrauding an innkeeper. I'm really upset about the defrauding of the innkeeper. I I flagged that because I was like, is the Waffle House an inn now? Like, I don't understand the innkeeper and the whole, like, that seems like, oh, we just gonna throw a charge on you. And it sounds very old timey. And like, what are you talking about? That's what I was most upset about. Yeah. Is the attack on the innkeeper. Well, well, I mean, isn't uh, okay. First of all, like it's the first time they got robbed. It's Waffle House. I know. 
I doesn't make it right. I'm not saying <laughs> that it's right. I am saying glass half full, families <laughs> together, getting along, working together. Now they're an idiot because the dumb fucks all went to a gas station afterwards where they nearby. I don't know how much more clear we can be about the term fleeing the scene of your crime. I mean, fleeing. Fleeing. Nearby. When you are fleeing, nearby should not be a part of it. No. No. Ever. And being the only, I will say the downside to, yeah. to, to committing crimes with your family is they just gotta, they, it's very easy to find all of you. Well, <laughs> right? Like, here's the deal. After the brief meal, Lemon drew a handgun and demanded money from the restaurant employees before fleeing, right? And you know, and then they left in separate cars with the, with their plates on it, everything. Everybody just knew where they could find them. And here's the other thing. They had similar, similar, this is what I didn't understand, Angela. They had similar outstanding charges from an incident in Minden, Louisiana, a few days before Monday's robbery. So what that what you're telling me is that they had robbed someplace else, got free came and robbed this place it's insane so let's review judge points gun at defense team in the courtroom and latest okay that's right then we have unhappy customer gets into altercation with store manager because his furniture was not delivered fires warning shots (laughs) yeah then we had the woman who climbs through the mcdonald's drive-through window to make our own food order there the Texas family who had di- had their meal at the Waffle House then decided to rob it right. as a family. Right. Who is the biggest idiot? I I gotta go. I'm gonna you know, and it's because they're all wonderful. And I'd like to give an honorable mention for best not managing your fast food expectations for our our, our lovely idiot who who went to McDonald's window. But I gotta go with Judge Points Gun at Defense Team. Me too. I do too. So do I. Because you the you for you the judge. Yeah. You, the, you, the, the, you, you <laughs> when they say you, you, judge, you judge, the judge is you. You the judge. No, you the judge. If this were the defendant, I think this wouldn't even get an idiot. No, right? Because no. we'd go, oh, it's that's the defendant's job to do stupid shit. But like, <laughs> but no, you're the judge. Thank you, friend. Your role. Angela, there was Thank a time you. in this country. There was a time. There was a time in this That's country. Right. That's right. That's well, right. You could, you could be guaranteed that the judge was the judge, that the prosecutor right. would be prosecuting. That's okay? right. That's right. You could you could count on it. You could count you on it. Yes, yeah, right. You didn't. The judge wasn't going to be perpetrating crimes. And <laughs> that's not how this works. No, it wasn't no mishmash of identities. Thank you. This is this court, not the crime place. It's the courtroom place. There was a time in this country, Francis. There was a time in this country when, you know what, families didn't do things together anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm great. saying? It's families great. didn't spend time together anymore. Even the Kardashians don't spend time together unless it's on camera. And I want when a family does that now, when a family stands up for family, suddenly we punish them just because they also committed an armed robbery. You know, come see, come swap, come swap. That's what I'm saying next time. I'm Francis Callier. 
Angela B. Shelton. We are friends. Well, thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.